Welcome to Aggressive Mindset Podcast. My name is Natalie Potts, Personal Development and Business Coach, and each week I'll be bringing you an inspiring personal message to help unlock creating a living, a life full of energy and happiness. And today I'm joined by the lovely Brit, who I had the privilege to coach last year on a mastermind I was working on. So this mastermind was led by a group of coaches that was helping personal trainers to build their online coaching business and scale from being on the gym floor. So Britt has not only grown as a person, but she has grown and created an amazing business, helping females to transform their lives and to discover their most confident, fit self. So that's a short bit about Britt. I really want her to share her story in her own words because it's really important that she gets the opportunity to do that. And I can never do it as well as my guests doing it for themselves. So um, I hope you find value and this is of use. And please share with others if you find that. Um, Either way, I hope you enjoy. Hi, Britt. Thank you for joining me today. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you for having me. No, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure. It's been a long time, hasn't it? Yes, too long. Yeah, too long. So tell us about you and tell us about your amazing business. Okay, well, um, my name is Brittany. I'm a fitness trainer here in LA. I have always dreamed of becoming a personal trainer and I finally, one year ago, got certified and decided I'm going to live this dream out. So I, you know, I wanted to get the experience of in-person training, even though I've been training all my life, I wanted that, you know, to be coached by other trainers in the gym. So I started working out or working at Equinox in Marina del Rey in California. And I always had this dream of being online as well. So I actually started my online business as soon as I was uh, certified as a personal trainer and nutritionist but I didn't really know how to build my business online. So I thought, well, I'm going to get a job at Equinox. I'm going to learn the, you know, from the best, how to become the best personal trainer. And then I'm going to transition into online, but I wanted to set up online at the same time, but I wasn't really getting any clients. So, um, and, and that's a struggle, right? Finding clients, um, online. So, you know, I had, you know, Chris Spearman, I I knew that he was an online fitness coach and I knew that he knew what he was doing because I had been watching him for years. So we had a call and um, I signed up for his mastermind and, you know, just started implementing all the things that he was talking to us about. And over time, um, you know, now I have 20 clients and I, I just want, you know, it's been, well, really since quarantine March uh, that I really started because the first five months I was really just focusing on the gym floor and, and all that. Um, but yeah, it's been an incredible experience building a business online through quarantine and, you know, being online is, is, is my dream and, and helping women discover how to become their most confident fit selves with nutrition mainly, but also focusing on the other pillars that are going to have a huge impact on our health, like stress, sleep, 
uh, of course, diet. And, you know, the last pillar kind of being weight training and cardio. So that's, that's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's a quick over. There's so much to your business. And I know the amazing commitment and your dedication and your, the effort, the time you put into things. Um, and, and the obstacles, definitely. I remember sometimes having these moments with you where it's just, it's not happening, it's not working, you're not getting the visibility, the engagement. And, and that's a challenge for people. Like you say, it's, you know, getting that first client is always a real challenge. And then when we kind of get our first client, it's that hurrah moment. And then you want the next client and to build on that. But we then, I guess, the great way of putting it is that you can you always accelerate. And then we used to say in the mastermind, then you plateau. And yep. then you could accelerate again. And, and that's, I guess sometimes it's life, it's very much business and it's often how you manage your state and your business when you're on that plateau because it's really hard. And I love what you mentioned about there that you really wanted to get experience on the floor before going online. When you look back on that, how important is that do you think if people are looking to move online and they haven't, or even if they haven't kind of done any certification but they want to be a PT or they've just certified, how important is that experience do you think? Honestly, I think you can be an online coach with no PT like floor experience because I mean, I've been training for years and years and years. So as long as you know, as long as you have experience working out, I think you can build a good program. And I think it's gonna come down to your, your meal plans, if they're sustainable, if they're flexible, if you can teach your clients um, why we do what we do to get results so that they can continue on and, and they know, like, you know, they're learning, okay, the reason why I want to have a high protein diet is because I'm going to feel better. I'm going to hold on to my muscle better. Um, I'm going to, I'm not going to need to eat so much, you know, other stuff, because when you have, if you don't have enough protein, you might not feel full. You just need you know, you just need that right balance, but it's really important as you're training to help you build muscle and to, um, especially if you're in a calorie deficit that, so that you don't lose the muscle that you do have, yeah. you're kind of in a vulnerable state when you're in a calorie deficit. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't think it's so necessary to, to have that experience, but I do think that it is, great to network with other trainers. And I also think that, you know, I actually met my first client on the gym floor for my business. So it was, a and, and I think, you know, it definitely helps you in that way as well. Just, um, and, and I got a lot of referrals from her, all her friends joined my program. So it kind of, you know, I think in the beginning, it, it is hard to get you're, you're not getting the referrals. You're not getting, um, like people aren't thinking of you automatically because you just started. So it takes time. And now I'm seeing after, let's say 10 months, I'm getting like, my friends are recommending people I'm getting, I even had an old client reach out to me and say, I want to get back on your program. Amazing. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, the more, the longer you do it, the easier, I think it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's great. It's like those, those things that are seen big hurdles to us at the start 
just become when you get better at those and they become more natural they become small and then you've got your next obstacle to overcome haven't you yeah it's amazing I guess so and going on that what were some of the biggest challenges you found this last 10 months I would say the biggest challenge would be the cash flow yeah because it's extremely hard to yeah, to, to, I mean, one, the business is very expensive to run. Mm. There's a lot of expenses that you don't yeah. even realize. You're like, oh, I'm going to start this online thing. And then you're like, oh, I need software. I need this. I need that. I need pipe yeah. form. I need all these things that are going to add up. And, you know, you have to be reasonable with your prices. So, yeah, it was extremely tough. Um, but I think if you know, luckily I had some money coming in from, um, my gym. Like they were still paying us during quarantine because they were shut down and I I don't know. I think they had to pay us, but, um, yeah. And I mean, I'm still, you know, now, now I'm doing better with that, but it's still, it's always going to be, I think cash flow is always going to be a problem and, and just also organizing the finances because, you know, not only are you an online coach, you're also doing, I mean, you're supposed to be managing all the money and like you yeah. you have, you wear so many hats and you're just like, like, I'm scared to death for tax season. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> separate all this stuff. Yeah. But the fact that you're having, I think like you say that actually it's really vulnerable and honest to be saying that money and cash flow is something you have to consider because so often it's it's the thing that everybody struggles with but nobody wants to talk about and it's a reality and I think I very much see in my business that you have to be realistic as well you have to be a realist in business you mm-hmm. can't just be pink and fluffy in terms of dream big and it will all work out it doesn't you know luck comes your way you have to make your own luck a little bit like we were just sharing before this mm-hmm. and and then like you were just saying, you're talking about something that is being 10 months and you're starting to see the impact of referrals, word of mouth, different side of marketing, mm-hmm. the amount of hats you have to wear. Like we know you have to be a brand uh, in branding. You have to be on, you know, the, the copywriting. You have to be um, there for your client doing the actual job. You know, that almost becomes a side bit, doesn't it? Yeah. And you have all of these these cogs turning and all plates spinning, however you want to put it. And I think, like you just said, I think there was a really I was on I'm on a program at the moment and they said that it's it's challenging like getting that really high um ticket client and that people who pay pay attention. You don't want people that it's so broad your niche that you just get everybody you want to really be micro niching and finding out who is it you help like you specify around really helping women with confidence and getting mm-hmm. into gym floor and I think that's an amazing um offering coaching because it is needed and I think that that's you know there's just so much to business and going back to the money part is really key I think when you're starting out it's not to scare people but I do think they have to be thinking that you know you have to invest in coaching you have to invest in being mentored in order to show you the systems like you just said 
to set up to help you build the business. There isn't a, a massive, and I've noticed that the, the financial investment, and you know, I didn't make anything out of my business in the first year, which is actually the place where I'd rather be because I've invested so much. Mm-hmm. But I think there is that part you have to really think about how committed you are to this, and that I think as well, it's not overnight success. It is building, and it is a journey, and it takes time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is, I knew this was my passion and I wanted to, I'm like, I don't, I didn't even mind, like, if I didn't make so much money because I'm doing what I love and I know that it'll come after time. But like, yeah, this first year, if I just break even, I will be happy. But it's it's a lot of work. Sometimes it's, you know, I mean, during quarantine, when we were on lockdown, I was literally working from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed because there was nothing else to do. And I was trying to just cover my expense of my, just my rent and paying the mastermind, you know, and it was almost like I was trying to beat the clock because I, I thought it originally I had three months before I would return back to the gym floor. And I wanted to make more than I was making at the gym on with my business within those three months. So it was, it was like a, it was uh, a lot of pressure and I'm glad that, you know, I could, well, the gym never actually opened, but, um, but yeah, maybe for people that, you know, maybe they have a second job or maybe they can rely on their spouse or maybe they can uh, kind of work part-time on their business. But honestly, I think if you were going to be working after your full-time job, it would take so long to build because it does take a lot of effort. So, I mean, I mean, I guess you could also save money and do it that way, but um, yeah, definitely hiring a mentor is going to help you get where you want to be faster because there's so many tricks yeah I mean there's so many tricks and well not tricks but different things that you need to do and you know it I don't I don't even think yeah well I mean Chris did it on his own it just took him five times longer than it took us yeah 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 and that's it you're paying people that have been there and done it and that's the thing with people when you look up to them in terms of coaching or mentoring um beneficial has that been to you being a part of especially with the mastermind such a community of other um entrepreneurs wanting to build their business and move from the gym gym floor to the online space how beneficial has that been for you um it was lifesaver I mean mainly because I I don't think I would be able to stay motivated just doing it on my own because there's so many times that you go and you hear what other people are struggling with and you you're struggling with the same thing. So there's like that support and that camaraderie and that, you know, you can bounce questions off of each other and just, you know, it's kind of a lonely journey being an entrepreneur. You're just, it's just you and your computer. So just having those people to push you and to, to, to challenge you and to, to guide you, I think, I think it's absolutely necessary. And talk a little bit more around the work you do with your clients around confidence specifically and how that's come about. Well, it really came 
from my personal journey because I struggled with my own self-confidence for I mean I was honestly never satisfied with my body until I turned around 30 years old just because I didn't know how to get the body that I wanted and I it's not that I was like overweight I just wasn't I, I just had an extra 10 pounds that I needed to lose yeah and if you look at pictures of me um, when I was in middle school or, well, not middle school, maybe high school, college, I always had on, like, I always had on a shirt that would, like, be flowy. Yeah. Or I would wear dresses because I naturally have, like, nice legs. Like, even when I don't work out, they have, like, some shape to them. Yeah. And it, like, it makes me so sad looking back at, like, all those, like, sh- all those outfits because I'm like, I, I just didn't have the confidence to wear anything tight to, to show my stomach. And it wasn't, I mean, I was like just this close to being where I wanted to be, but it was just, you know, I, I, I would just work out all the time and I would not make progress because I would not track my macros and I would eat too much. And it was just a plateau for 10 years. And, and it, it, you know, it, I didn't feel comfortable in a bathing suit. And I know that there's so many women out there that feel the same way I felt. They're, you know, they're working hard. They think they're eating healthy. Maybe they are eating healthy. They're just eating a little too much. And I just want to empower them to have the control because now I do not care if I gained 15 pounds. If I go, I went to Italy last summer, I gained 15 pounds. It was amazing. I came home. I was like, whoa. That was a lot. And I, 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 I turned it around, like it took me 12 weeks. And, you know, it's like, it's empowering to know, like, it's just fat. All you have to do is yeah. work it off. And yeah. if you have, if you have the, the method behind the madness, it's not so scary because, you know, so I want to empower women to, to understand their bodies and to understand macros and to feel like they can do whatever they want you know have whatever body they want they're gonna have to work for it but it's you know it's definitely manageable it's doable and whatever you want you can achieve yeah I think there's a real big thing with that kind of experience in that I I was very much the same I joined the gym and start you know I got myself PT and it was just about seven years ago I think six seven years ago and um then I did, you know, I lost a lot of weight and I did some shoots and things. And then just, you know, when you put on weight and I'm probably, yeah, like yourself, I'm probably, I don't know, 10 pounds more than I want to be at the moment, but I don't stress about it or overthink the same way I used to. I kind of think, well, this is me. You either like me for the person I am and my character and personality, or you don't. <laughs> but you looking at me and judging me, that, that's, that says more about you than it does to me. So, and I think then having that mindset probably more just brings the confidence. I think, well, you know, if I want to get in shape, I don't know, I've got, I've got to, like you say, I've got to stop eating the crap and stop drinking alcohol at the weekend and binging and then thinking I can hit Monday to Friday again because the two just aren't aligned and they're not working. And um, yeah, you have to go through that experience. And it is, I think it's, some people say it's easy. And I think it, it can be when you're on that route the first I find the first two to four weeks a real struggle when I'm getting back onto it and just that routine that commitment that discipline 
um and then yeah but I think once you've then done it and you've you've done it with people I think that yeah. helps be more confident especially when it's people you trust I think that's really important I think as a coach as well what kind of qualities do you think you need to have as a coach um well I think you need to be um able to kind of find the holes or to find the problems because some some clients is going to be like not all clients just are able to smash it you know yeah and I think to to ask the right questions and to get people to like open up about what else is going on in their situation and how you can guide them to you know, making their, or just finding what's, what's missing to, to get them to the next level. Um, but also just being like caring and like making them feel like they, they're supported. So like, sometimes, sometimes I feel like I reach out too much, but I don't want to, I don't want them to, because I'm thinking about my clients all the time and, and I want them you know, I try to touch base with them at least three times a week. Um, and as the number grows, it gets more and more challenging. <laughs> yeah. But I do have a group chat. So, you know, I can send off messages there too. But I, I just kind of like building that personal relationship. Um, yeah, just. So, um, yeah, I think caring, um, inquisitive, uh, persistent, because, you know, half the, like sometimes they, they don't even respond and then I just keep at it. And then they'll kind of yeah. tell me like, Oh, like I had a bad week or whatnot. And, um, and what else? Smart. Yeah, I think they're all things as well that are key in your business, aren't they? Like you just said, compassion. I think I always say that business is about people and relationships and connecting and building those relationships. And, you know, I really think it's something like there's this quote I've been seeing a lot recently in terms of people, some they'll forget what you say, but they won't forget how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. And that is absolutely key. And it can work both ways. You know, it's a bit like sometimes when people get stuck in terms of what, you know, they, they know that they don't work well with someone or there's not a relationship part there, but it's like, okay, great. But what could you take from that as a learning of potentially what you don't want to be as a coach or what you don't want to have relationship wise with one of your clients or anybody in your life, really, you're looking broader as well in relationships. So I think that connection as well. And I love the fact, like you said about the group and how often you check in with people and that, that offer there to them, because, and then very much if we know the last year, people want that community, Mm-hmm. They want to be a part of something. And, and sometimes I often think when you're, uh, you know, I know I'm quite, we're probably quite, you know, we're, we're very busy people, which is great, but we take that for granted. And then there's people around us that aren't very busy and they are wanting that community as well. So having to check in with people and create that for them, that that's probably sometimes their why as well, is to be a part of something, not always necessarily that they will walk away six months working with you, like that client you just said that's come back. It's, it's more than just, the fat loss or getting into a better shape or walking into the gym with more confidence it's more than that that's why she's come back to you that's why they refer 
it's why they talk about you isn't it yeah I think the accountability like uh, that's when I went into coaching I thought it was mostly going to be about the nutrition which I mean obviously that's a huge part but people can find diets online they could follow and lose weight but you can't find the accountability anywhere unless I mean unless you're paying someone so that is where that I think that's what people pay for really just someone to keep checking on them and that's how they're going to be successful is just to stay on the course yeah Absolutely. And I think this is the key thing when I talk about coaching people. I've quite a lot of people come at the moment, especially where mental health is, and they're like, you know, I just need to know, I don't really know what coaching is. And it's like, well, look, it's forward facing. We don't look into the past. We touch on things that might have been a strength in the past that you can employ to move forward. But I help you in moving from A to B quicker than you doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. And there's so many times that clients come back to me, and you just see their progress chipping away each week because we've simplified everything. We've got clarity on what their um, their actions are, and then they've just gone and, and you know smash them. And they just think, you know, they say that it might be two or three things. And I know myself because, you know, I have a coach. I'll, I've got all these ideas and lots of ideas. And I think entrepreneurs find that a lot, that their challenge sometimes comes in the fact that we've just got so much going on in our minds. We don't know which route to go, which is going to be best for us. We want to do everything at once. And we just need to find that one thing. And I think the coach breaking it down can really help someone move forward and that, that process part and move them forward quicker. And I think that people, when they debate about is coaching right for them and or it's, it's you know it's a huge investment yeah but it's it's one of the best investments you can make in your whole life potentially if it's the right coach for you I think that's key as well yeah and I'm I'm huge on that connection part too there's been so many times I had a call with someone I just didn't feel I didn't feel connected and yeah. I don't push them to join the program I might offer them and say hey like here's the thing but if, if I feel a connection with someone, I'll really push them to, to make, you know, to, to, to sign on. And, and I'll, I think it's important because if you don't vibe, like I used to be in sales in in my old job for like six or seven years. and, And I knew right off the bat, if I walk into an office and me and someone clash bad, like we just don't connect. I'm not going to pursue their business because it's going to be a very difficult relationship, even if I close the deal. So if, you know, I think that that the that chemistry between you and your coach is very important. If you don't feel it, then, you know, you're probably not going to want to work with them and it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. I love that I could talk to you for hours, but I'm also conscious of your time as well. So I've got three key questions. All right, kind of get your thoughts on. So you mentioned around um, finding your passion and that you would do this anyway um, because you love it. So what is one thing that people can do to live a more purposeful life? Um, I think to, to ask themselves, yeah, what what brings them what brings them satisfaction like if your job if you hate going to your job then you need to sit down and think about what would your dream job be even if you even if you can't think of your dream job maybe think about well what are your interests where maybe where do you want to be located 
uh, what do you want to be like, what industry do you want to be in? Like, I, I knew I wanted to be in health and fitness, but I didn't know I was going to be an online coach until later. I was thinking I want to be remote. I want to be in health and, and then it kind of just, so you, I try to think about what qualities of the job do you want? And then try to figure out what job that would be. Yeah. And, and I think if you can figure that out, then it's not going to be so, I mean, of course I want to make a good living eventually, but at this point in my life, I'm just trying to sustain my business, sustain my life and have a little money to, you know, maybe take a flight somewhere every once in a while. Yeah. And then just grow off of that. But yeah, I think it's like super important to kind of, to think about the aspects of the job that you want and then kind of build from there. And what do you think people can do? Um, and I think males and females, I think it's easier for females to talk about confidence, but what can someone do to, to be more confident? To take care of themselves. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, whether that's getting your hair done, whether that's exercising. I mean, obviously exercise is going to lead you in that direction just because it's going to make you feel good, like from the inside out. But yeah, just taking care of your body and your health. And, and that can even be, like I said, doing other things like getting your hair done, going in a nice outfit or um yeah absolutely I think just taking care of yourself yeah yep really useful and if you were someone that was debating starting their business online and you know coming off the gym floor or even someone even looking at do I go into be a PT it's my I know it's my passion but I'm not sure if it's right for me what would be your you know kind of advice to them I would say I would say go for it and see, I mean, I thought I would love being a personal trainer and honestly being on the gym floor, I don't like, I do not like personal training, like one, <laughs> on one, two, three counting reps. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It it's me. extremely boring. And, but the time does go by fast. So yeah. the days I would have like five clients back to back, it's like, it, it kind of does go by fast. It is kind of fun. You're sneaking gym clothes, but I don't think I could do it all the time, but I'd say if you think that you might like it, we'll absolutely get certified because it's very easy to do that and then get yourself out there. And maybe you want to like, if, if you do enjoy it, then great. But I think to, of course, try it. And then who knows, maybe you want to be the manager of the gym, or maybe you want to start an online business and maybe you you know, maybe you, you just never know what's going to happen. And I think if you have an inkling that you would enjoy it, that you absolutely you should try and see what happens. That's really interesting, actually. I'm going to ask you more on that. So how do people get more visible online? Well, I think there's a lot of different tactics, but <laughs> I think just, just doing something. Like in the beginning... I remember Dan saying to me, like, he looked at my profile the first time and he's like, you look like a travel blogger. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. because I just had photos of me traveling and I was like, yeah, it makes sense.
but just putting yourself out there, just posting something. I think at, in the beginning, we uh, all struggle with uh, analysis paralysis or whatever. You, you analyze so much that you don't do anything. Yeah. And just, it, of course, it's not going to be perfect. I, I'm still not really happy with my Instagram. Um, but I think just putting some content out there is better than doing nothing. Yes. And you're going to improve. You're always going to be getting better, hopefully. And eventually you're going to have something that you're really proud of and that you're like, yes, like I, but if you scroll back too far, you might like, oh, <laughs> you should hide <laughs> Well, we find out that unfortunately Instagram seems to favor the before and after photos quite a lot, doesn't it? A post of actually some meaningful content at times, but I guess that's, you've got to do both, haven't you? Um, but yeah, no, it's really interesting actually. And um, for anyone as well, Dan, Dan was one of our coaches on with the mastermind, wasn't he? So yeah, um, he's a super. Um, he's an online coach. I know, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I love that dude. He's really cool. Yeah. What you see is as well is that the connections and the network that we've made, and all in different fields of coaching as well. And I think that's really key. And how you can support one another. I think that bit of people going on a same journey at the same point, um, and kind of what your buddies or whatever, and and sharing things of. Uh, you know this is going really well for me this isn't going really well and especially the hard times that's absolutely key when they, those are the people that pick you up and say just keep going you've got yeah. this you can do it you've just got to get over this like we said at the start that you're in that plateau let's just keep going because it will soon you're going to go and shoot up again so um yeah I think that's absolutely brilliant so where can people find you well you can find me on instagram it's Brittany's yeah. quest I also have all the other platforms, TikTok, Facebook, um, but yeah, mainly How's TikTok. How's, TikTok how is, is, uh, it's actually picked up in the past couple of days. Um, okay. I just post my workouts because I put them in my story and I just repost on TikTok. So, I mean, I'm not doing anything like very viral, but I just you know, they're getting like a thousand views and whatnot. But in the past few days, I've been getting like triple the amount of followers, which is like not that many, but I was getting one or two. Now I'm getting like seven or eight a day. So I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll get more creative and do some dancing things. (laughs) That's an exact example, isn't it? You just have to give it a go and see if it works or not. And yeah, like you say, there's algorithms and everything that sometimes I think out of our control massively. But I think just getting yourself out there, giving things a go, seeing what works, what doesn't work is just as important um, yeah. and to keep going with that and believing it. And, and I think as well, and I think this is a huge thing with business is have fun with it. People forget to have fun as well. And that's really important. That's why we do it. You know, that's why it's our passion and what we love to do. So yeah, it's been absolutely a pleasure to have you on. I love my time with you because you always get me so energetic and buzzing and um, yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so nice. Thank you, you for having me. A huge thank you to Britt for joining me on my podcast and a huge thank you to you for listening. So I highly recommend you check out the previous podcast. I've done lots around optimism, positivity, loneliness and lots of guests so far. So please have a little look at the links in my podcast and please connect me on social media. So I have Natalie Potts coaching everywhere apart from my Facebook community, which is Living a Vibrant Life. And I love to hear from you, your feedback, your questions, what I could do better always happy to hear some feedback on that so let me know and share with a friend if you found this of use 
But whatever you do today, please leave feeling empowered and whatever you do, have a great day and a great week. 